Welcome to Becoming an Elite Financial Advisor. I'll be your host today. On this show, we help financial advisors recognize and reach their full potential faster. Today, we're going to give you kind of behind the scenes look on my practice. What things are going well? What struggles are we having right now? What things are we looking at towards the future? So let's jump in. Stan, uh, thanks for, um, I, I, this is a funny phrase, but opening the kimono. Do you know what that nice. Is? I <laughs> okay. do right. fully know. Uh, there, we are on YouTube, but there's no kimono opening on YouTube. We don't get banned. Um, so uh, we hope you are shocked because that's probably the initial reaction usually when that happens. <laughs> that's right. No kimono <laughs> opening. Sorry. Uh, so, but, uh, you know, as we think about what the audience needs and wants, I think that one of the things that you personally have shared with me, you get frustrated is people who give advice that aren't still in trenches. And I think you're in the trenches. Like yeah. trenches are you got to, you know, go out, kill it and bring it home, right? Like you got to yeah. go out and, and make business. And that's personal preference. There's plenty of coaches that are out there just teaching good processes, systems, all for it. I just, myself is I would look to say, hey, who's done it really well? And right. I want to learn from them. Right. So that's what I do. We're going to talk about uh, how sort of, the, I would call it the state of legacy, right? So um, legacy is your company. What's the official name? Remind me. Well, legacy Investment Planning. Okay. All right. That took a long time to come up with. And then it slowly rebranded itself to Legacy. Legacy. That's what people call okay. it. So, yeah. All right. Good. I knew it had a full name. Um, yeah, full name. <laughs> they call me Legacy, but my your, full name your, your is street like, name. Yeah, that's right. Street that's right. So just give us a real quick, uh, how, like when was Legacy born where you left, you know, wherever the last company was where you didn't have a name or couldn't have a name? How old is Legacy? As a, there's the date that I opened an LLC with the yeah. name, and then there's the date yeah, that tell I me started that becoming quick. a business. Yeah, yeah. So my path was Northwestern Mutual in college. You know, good sales training, enjoyed it. I was living out in Portland, Oregon at the time. I wanted to kind of spread my wings, so I moved to Nashville. And in that move, I was you know looking around and found an investment firm, Raymond James Group. Joined up with them. Uh-huh. Still at this point, I'm more of a, a sales focused advisor. I'm I'm still learning, but I have products on the shelf that I'm trying to sell. And my my value is that product. Was there for a little bit and said, hey, maybe there's a different way to do this business or my first feeling of like, hey, maybe I want to do this for myself as opposed to working for a firm that technically owns my book. And if I ever leave someday, you yeah. know, it's kind of all that whole process. Yeah. And and that's when I started Legacy. Okay. So uh, LLC versus start of the business. Yep. So when I first started DBAing, doing business as Legacy, I was able to do that with a, a kind of a brokerage firm I was with. Okay. I was still in the same headspace. I was still, what what are the products available to me? And let's go gotcha. find people that need it. Um, Were you Legacy Investment Planning from the beginning? Was that the official? That like, was the official first name, yeah. I think so that's I was on cool, the though. Card. I think the, it's cool that- The first point. domain was Brutal, if you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Until one day I'm sitting in my office and I'm like, wait, is Invest Legacy available? And most of the time, I don't know if anybody's ever gone domain shopping. All the good ones are taken. Yeah, a like, lot of them aren't even used. Somebody's just holding onto yeah, it to we, sell yeah. it for a crazy price. But you got it. I got it. And I was like, I mean, I know you got so it. So it took a bunch of variations to figure out what's a good one. And I was like, oh, investlegacy.com. Like, hey, that's yeah, not going to scare somebody away. I don't yeah, yeah. The the key is if you have to. It's like a joke. If you have to explain it, it's not a good joke. <laughs> that's right. If you have to explain your URL Dash underscore, not, that's right. No, that's the number six. That's right. Yeah. Could, well, then you write out the seven. That's right. Anyway, yeah. It looks more like a Wi-Fi passcode <laughs> auto generated. That's or right. Something. That's right. <laughs> All right. So so that's the history. Uh, you grew. Who was your first hire? Admin uh, Jamie. 
who okay. sat with me. As an admin. As a relationship manager. It was me manager. looking and realizing I was sitting at the office at 6 p.m. at night, married at this point, no kids yet, thinking maybe there's something that I should be doing besides this. <laughs> You're like, I have a wife who likes me, and I'm filling out. Because I policy. had to. That yeah, was, yeah. business had to get done, and, I, and that's when I was like, there's probably a better use of my time. Yeah. I'd heard from other people to hire people, like all the same stuff we're coaching people on. Like I've been stuck in that moment, nervous about How what How long comes until next. you hired Jamie when you went on your own? four months oh nice oh yeah it was a little freaky but i realized like it just was not going to work the lifestyle yeah. i didn't want i was there's no way i was going to scale if For i sure. spent half of my time you paid her her whole salary paperwork. on the first day Always, as we teach people that's what we do no no you, t- you paid her her first month no she was probably at that time because it's not like i had a big slush fund so i was making maybe one hundred and twenty thousand that year yeah if i paid her 60 she was making what i was making technically that part i love to see people's is, reactions yeah. <laughs> is uh how much did you pay your first person uh, as much as I was making, That's they're right. like gulp. Yeah, they're like, the good news. It only took a few months for you know all of a sudden me taking you know freeing up sixty percent of my time and applying that to new business. Right, we never looked back. Right, great. All right, and next hire was per, uh, just person like position. Not Dustin person. joined, who was just another senior advisor. Okay, but he and then senior being we were both figuring stuff out. But, right, uh, and then Chris, a junior. Oh wow, add like a pair planner to help us with but, all the stuff. Was that be was doing. this his first job out of the out of? Like, he had an internship. Okay, a financial firm, but well, he no. graduated and drove out okay. from California. So, so the idea, though, is that this was his first sort of gig, which mm-hmm. is a pretty awesome blessing because um, you didn't go, okay, now you have to sell t- to feed your family, right? right. Yeah. You allowed him to get a CF. You forced him, required. Yeah, was, we were forcing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to get the CFP super fast. Eight right. months or yeah. so. Yeah, right. it was a high bar, yeah. Because you knew he had a position to fill within planning and, 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 and okay. Yep. And, and then uh, and then you added another ad- admin? Admin, uh, Jamie then kind of elevated to more of a project manager, practice yeah. manager-ish. Right. She was okay. kind of in training. Okay. Yep. Um, and then more admin support. Yep. And then we have another advisor that joined because we yep. had capacity. We had offices. Right. Hey, who's an advisor that wants to come in and use our infrastructure? It's a good right. culture fit. So yeah. uh, really each stage then lends itself to the next. Right. Um, but I had to get over the initial hurdle of like, is this just I want to make money for myself and yeah. sell all day? And let, let me ask this. Put uh, out fires all the time. We got a lot to other cover, but I, I, I want to ask this. Was the first one really the hardest? Or is it, did it get any easier? It got easier it's in the financial sense. scary for some people to go six people like yeah. that, like that somehow like what I do is tied to. Yeah. Is was the first one like first one was the scariest one from a financial standpoint. Other hires got more complex because we had some not so good hires, mm. and I had to re- learn the hard way of like, wow, that's that's damaging to a culture mm. and a productivity. Um, and I've learned through all that, like hiring somebody with a good attitude that's coachable foundational um i've had people that had experience got referred over and they were just kind of hesitant i i whenever i feel myself not wanting to ask somebody on the team for help that's a problem yeah like if you're if you're scared of their reaction or they're going to have like a a negative response to you saying hey this is a team we all need to get better about how we ask for stuff and that can all be worked out but um i have a very low tolerance for that now when i start feeling that yeah you know it leads to some coaching conversations and then probably maybe not a good fit (laughs) coaching conversations but yeah the financial the first hire had to get over the financial fear but once i saw at work that we're making more money than we did before that you kind of have your first proof of concept okay after that it just became more about like okay here's more people to encourage keep on task and that's why that practice manager role is is so important and for my firm 
is because I don't want to always be the one critiquing people. I want to come into the office sometimes and people be excited to see me. Not like, oh no, work. You yeah, know? I also think that there's a skill set, if you're being honest, and we want everyone to be honest with themselves, of, you know, is it really the highest and best use of your time? And are you the best at evaluating and talking to people about their professional, you know, growth and development or performance like yep. maybe that sounds better coming from someone else yes you know in our I mean? case that is true <laughs> but i mean really like yeah that's no, good who, who i just don't think that god makes that many people it's like oh you're great at sales and you're great at finance and you're great at managing people yep. and you're great at running day-to-day business and you really like to you go shop for the snacks that's that, right. no like <laughs> that's right it does take know, a team that person sure. doesn't exist that's right right and so just to go hey i i there there's someone who can do this better yep right and I do think that it is a, and again, this is aspirational for a lot of those who are listening, but to have another layer between you and your staff, mm-hmm. I think it creates a healthy buffer. Yep. Right. So uh, let's talk some more about the, the business. Uh, if someone says sort of, how's business going? Is it, is it, uh, is it becoming what you want it to become? Uh, sort of state of legacy. How do you feel about the, the company? And, um, and then we'll talk specifically about planning. It's a, it's a challenging question because if I just said, is Sten making a comfortable living and are everybody on the team fine? I'd say, yeah, we're good. We're at a good place. Uh, but I think I'm looking to kind of the next version of legacy, which is could legacy survive without Sten? Is Sten still generating most of the business for legacy? So I have to fight the feeling and in, in giving this feeling to my team of like, it's never good enough. Like we've never hit something. So setting really clear goals and results for a year and celebrating those is is something we've are getting better at and you're great at that and you help us all do that. Thanks. But with the the business, I would say we're not where we want to be. Yeah. Uh, I, and I want to pause real quick. I think that people who are great at running a business generally share that, what you have, Stan, which is it's sort of this, it's that d- two sides of the coin that's the burden and the blessing of mm-hmm. like the business is thriving because you're never really satisfied. Yeah. And that's the good. It's thriving. But it's also, it can weigh heavy on you because you're like, I'm never satisfied. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you Uh, do have to check yourself. I sit sometimes in my office in the quiet and reflecting on like, look where how far we've come. Absolutely. Look at the people we help every day. And and that's just kind of a centering for myself. Yeah. But there are things that we're struggling with still. Like marketing is a struggle for us. Not that I can't get business, but it's it's on the back of Sten typically. Yeah. And we're trying to shift more towards uh, what's effective marketing at scale to where we get consistent leads. Yeah. We've tried marketing in the past, and this is, we'll do an episode on marketing in the future, and I'll probably bring a good buddy of mine in to talk about it, is there's plenty of firms that'll charge you $3,000 a month to create some content for you, to throw it up on social media, and not track it. And you're doing marketing. <laughs> My favorite, <laughs> and by favorite, I mean least favorite ever conversation with a marketing firm. I was like, so when, so we can track this, right? And they're like, no, we've never done that. I'm like... It's just working. You're doing it. It's happening. As long I'm as you like, stay in business, what? you should keep marketing. Yeah. So I learned the hard way, because, and I took two passes at it, paying firms about $3,000 a month to do soft generic marketing for us. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's update our website, do some SEO. And I'm like, man, this is this really driving anything? Maybe we get somebody from it, but is it proven to continue to And that can take itself? a lot of time, a lot of brain oh, yeah. energy. You feel like you're doing something. You know, there's these meetings that are an hour and a half long over Zoom. And oh, they're, yeah tweaking this and this and it can just be like you're just i call it rearranging the furniture yep you know like at the end of the day you're all hot and sweaty and it's like oh it's the same stuff yep no movement no growth right yeah and that that bugs me so much when i'm 
it's just like busy work. It's just motion for the sake of motion. Like, yeah. are we driving towards a specific goal in a specific time frame? So there is big general marketing and it works for some companies. I just realized like, oh, you have to have a really, 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 really big budget to do that. Mm. And so you either need to double down and commit to it or don't do it at all. The other option is kind of sniper rifle marketing. Mm-hmm. Like we wrote, I wrote a book. And we take that book with a handwritten note and we send it to people that we know would be good prospects. Yeah. Very intentional. It's not this kind of randomness hoping it kind of works out. I can yeah. measure. I sent out 100 books and we got this many clients from people we sent it to. Yeah. We are now moving into a season where it's like, okay, we have a budget. We can create content. What does a more uh, funnel type approach look like to creating value at scale? Business owners is going to be our, our market. Again, that's the top of funnel. That's a generic title. Right. And we're going to add value and try to funnel out the people that would be good playing consulting clients. Yeah. So that's a frustration we're having right now that we haven't solved. But in the future, it's not if it will be solved. It's when we create this funnel and we're getting five to 10 qualified business owners every month coming in to do consulting with us. Yeah. That, that's kind of the next season. And that starts to replace Sten. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, I, th- I think I've told this story before and I won't, I won't say the person's name, but it's a great story. So I'm sitting at a friend's house. They have a, a, a very healthy, I'll call it consulting business, just to keep it generic. Um, and they're, they've started to hire a bunch of employees to do what they do uh, as well. They got their own office space for all these one-on-one meetings. And I could just go like, how's business? And they're like, I am so overwhelmed. And I'm like, why? And they're like, I've doubled my rates and my calendar did not change at all. And now I have a team of people that are charging my old rate and I'm getting a percentage for theirs and their calendars are getting full. And I'm like, I'm waiting to hear the bad part. Like, <laughs> somebody, right. you know, and they're like, I just can't, I, I know that I'm not taking advantage of the opportunities I need to take advantage of mm-hmm. financially. Yep. And um, I said, well, that's really like, that's, I'm mean, happy for you, but like you, know, you could tell this person was just burnt out, mm-hmm. just burnt out. They were not scaling their business well, even though they're hiring people, it just wasn't working, but they had all more money than they ever had, and they were just like worn out. It was like a, it's like they had to carry it with them. They seemed literally heavy with mm. it. And they said, Yeah, but I've, a friend of mine told me about this guy, and he meets with business owners, and he's got these great ideas. And I go, uh, Sten. And she's like, What? <laughs> yeah. You know? And I go, Yeah, it's my friend. I work with him. We, have a, we, have, we run a company together. Yep. We do like the educational side of like what he, and she's like, Whoa. And and the reason I do that story is because that's that's the goal is to be known for great ideas. That's what yep. we train our elite advisor network members to be known is not, oh, I got a great policy from this person. Yep. But it's no, sh- if you need great ideas as a business owner, go talk to her, whoever that's she right. is, right? So how do you feel like Legacy is doing on the journey to be known for planning? I think in our market here, Franklin and Brentwood, yeah. I'd say we've we've done it. I think we have enough business to stay busy. Sten's turning business away and having other advisors on the team help. So for all intents and purposes, we, we are, we've accomplished some initial goal that I've had in my mind. And the goal being uh, to be identified as, Oh, they do that. Partly, but also like, if you don't know the answer, you call us first. Yeah. Whereas a lot of firms in the past, I was like, Oh, you need to buy this insurance policy. Hey, you should call Sten. Nobody was talking that way. Or, Hey, you need to roll over your 401k next month. Cost like those type of interactions are not usually happening at the exact moment that's necessary for somebody to get referred to me for that. But if we are known for creative, great ideas, that's someone can refer us at any moment at any time to anybody. Yeah. 
especially when you get in the business owner space because they know each other. Uh, they're more vocal when a problem gets solved. Yeah. They're usually a little more vocal when they have a problem that needs to be solved. Yeah. So, so I, I would say to, to the local level, we've achieved that. The goal now, and part of our, our mastermind we're launching next year is to really teach people how to do this because part of it is repetition and, and getting to know people and solving people's problems in the community and they talk about it. The other is our business model. That a business owner can come work with me, pay me a tax deductible fee to consult for them and solve their problems. Oh, and then by the way, we'll probably manage their money too if we want to. Right. And oh, we have some partners that can help with insurance if I want to. Like we're not leading with the stuff that turns people off. Yeah. We're leading with creative good ideas and getting paid really well for it. Oh, and by the way, we do other business too still. And yeah. so that's the model that we're going to try to transplant for other people. Absolutely. I was talking with an advisor today and um, or, or today before lunch and he was mentioning um, – because he, he's just getting this infrastructure. We're just helping him get this infrastructure built out. And he was saying he had this client that they put a strategy in place for. Um, his business partner met this guy at a, a, a golf tournament and said, hey, uh, you know, have you ever heard about this? And it was just a strategy. You know, it's classic sitting there nice. waiting for the other guy to put conversation. You nice. know, yep. what do you do? Oh, have you ever heard about this? And the guy's like, no, check this out. You're loveless. I haven't told you this yet. Okay. So this guy calls, he's like, no. He's like, well, let me just throw like some general numbers. If you did this, this is what it would be in tax savings. He's like, I've never heard of that. All right, well, your turn to putt, <laughs> Bob. Okay, Bob goes putts, right, finish the round. Seed, calls seed his, was planted. Calls his CPA and says, hey, uh, I just, just met a guy and he asked me about this. And, and um, why haven't I ever done that? And the CPA goes, hey, that's a really good idea. <laughs> that's right. And he goes, well, cool, you're fired. <laughs> Literally, he goes, you're fired. Oh, and then it goes back to the guy he had to golf with, you uh, know, uh, who works in the same office as, as one of our uh, EDN members. And, you know, they started doing that strategy. But here's the problem. Be- because our person is not yet, this is a couple months before we actually met them. Oh, yeah. They're like, I, I, I'm not set up to, to make any Do money from that. that. Now yeah. he goes, we're managing the money. And we're grateful for that. Yep. He goes, but my ideas have value. Right. And I knew that from one conversation on a putting green, oh, yeah. right? And so it's, it's making that shift. Of, he's doing great. Yep. Our members are doing great in their business, but they know that there's more. And yep. so that's that it is getting out. And that's one of the great parts about EAN. So that's yep. great that that's happening. We, but you want it to be wider. What, and I think there's a different presence in a room when I had a great meeting this morning. I'm there with no agenda, meaning when I had to sell something in order to yeah. make money, yeah. my posture was different. The, the, I think the energy in the room was different. Now I sit there. I know this client might pay me a consulting fee. Maybe there's a chance I manage their money, but I right. don't have an urgency to get them to roll the money over next week because I'm giving away all my time for free until they do. I just say, that's great. Yeah, this is how our firm works. You know, most of the industry only gets paid if they sell you a product. Doesn't mean the products are bad. It just, you know, that's kind of what they may be thinking about too soon. You're going to pay our firm a flat fee to build this plan out to be available for you for a year. Uh, and in the middle of that plan, if we need to help you implement stuff, we're happy to do that. Yeah. It, it's amazing. People's like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense why doesn't everybody do it that way like it's just it's still unusual yeah. um, and someday maybe it won't be someday that you know the practice we're building might kind of be the standard we have a lot of advisors yeah. that want to do that well it used to be but really still, weird it's to, unique it used to be really weird to charge your car and now <laughs> point, yeah. you know everybody wants to charge your car, unless you're in california uh can't do that uh so what what are you looking forward to for the the as you sort of look at the rest of the year, mm-hmm. you know, given sort of the cycle. And again, we're going to be doing more of these, you know, every, you know, every quarter or something like that. But as it's time of year, it's, it's you know, we're, we're entering into fall. Uh, you know, there's a danger of sort of, well, I'm going to coast and then we get some time off because it's, you know, 
like it's, you have surge coming up or mm-hmm. are you thinking about client events uh you know well, what are you doing to keep your, your people motivated mm-hmm. yeah for me it's uh i need to do everything i can to stay in kind of the visionary seat if if i feel like i'm falling out of that into the kind of day-to-day that that means i'm probably stepping on someone else's shoes on the team okay uh, and so from a visionary standpoint um the marketing is that progressing is the yeah. again this is a year out decision these are things that we have to have moving now that we'll see results farther out it's not something that i'm just planning my day for next week right you're trying to lay tracks out. that's right you know imagine a train's got momentum it's like you don't want to lay the next 10 feet you want to lay the next thousand yep. next mile right you yep. know ahead so you can keep that momentum going yeah right? we have a cool client event we're planning uh but then also towards the end of the year is really strategic for me as far as december it will slow down clients are less active uh and so then that'll move me into the fourth quarter is really like okay where are we going or uh, is everybody set up for success on the team? Yeah. What are our, kind of our results we're shooting for next year? But as an advisor, my vision now is, you know, next month is is when I will meet most of my clients. Yeah. And that'll be kind of intense for me. Um, we'll get good referrals out of it. And, and I enjoy that because when I have a few months go by, I start sensing like, man, I want to I want to add some value. Like I want to yeah. connect with those people. What, um, how many seasons of surge meetings have you done? Do you think? I mean, I guess that's a weird question. Like, so I've been doing you do it, it for twice a, while. a year, right? Yeah, I didn't call it surge until you know I met Matt Jarvis um, at a speaking. I think we have event. to pay him a dollar every time we say it. That's so right. Yeah, like, yeah, that's no. like but no, once, once I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, that's what I'm. I like that better. It sounds better than hey, I'm going to batch my meetings. You know, anything <laughs> like that. I was like, that's a good welcome uh, to the batch. Good language. So I've been doing that for a while because it made sense to me to really be intense on and like two years, three years, or probably four five oh, wow. okay. yeah okay. Uh, because so, i was like i want i don't want to spread everything out and i'm doing 10 things all the time i was like can i do this for right. this season and then shift my focus right so so and the reason i asked that is because it's like okay i know that's coming i mean literally there's there's you know there's advice in this area of like you need to prepare yourself physically mentally emotionally like oh yeah i've lunch but, brought in every day yep i've already booked the days out for the the team to kind of fill for those meetings days i chose yeah ahead of time based on stuff i've going on with family and things so there's definitely a preparation to make it as smooth as possible. Yeah. So be, you know, just for you listening, like be thinking intentionally about the 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 space of the sort of the dead time mm-hmm. of of Q, you know, Q4 that's mm-hmm. like what are you going to use it for? Oh yeah. It's not it's not dead as in nothing can happen. It just means that, you know, don't expect clients to call you back. That's a poor use of your time. Don't be yeah. frustrated or surprised by that. Yep. You wouldn't want to talk to your advisor either, uh, you know, the day you know, two days before Thanksgiving or whatever. Right, so just yeah. don't try. But what are you going to do to make that really a valuable time? Yeah. So uh, we, we want to thank you for taking the time to hear about the status and the future of legacy investments. Uh, we trust that it was helpful for you to hear about really the reality of running the business day to day and also have a vision for the future of the company. Uh, if you know another advisor who would be helped by hearing this specific episode, then you can send it to them right now. Uh, they'll thank you and we thank you. And as always, we appreciate you listening and we appreciate it very much.